Welcome back, everyone, to the fourth episode of The Main Event, a 5A uh, basketball podcast here in Oregon. Joining me, as always, is uh, Jackson Noggle of Prep Hoops, Oregon. Got it right this time. Yes, sir. Got it. <laughs> and I'm Brian Rathbone. I'm with uh, The Bolton. And this is a uh, weekly basketball uh, basketball podcast dedicated to the you know five A classification. Um, so yeah, we're at it another week. We're recording this on a Tuesday morning, and a good thing that we did because kind of a wild night um, Monday night in in hoops. And uh, you know this week we're you know updating our uh, top tens, and there was quite a bit of shakeup last night. Um, some of the the, you know, especially out here in uh, Central Oregon and then around Mountain Conference, Summit Knockdown or Ben Knockdown Summit, Ridgeview Knockdown, um, Redmond, which were both, uh, I think you and I would agree, Jackson, that those were pretty uh, big upsets with our pretty big, yeah, pretty big upsets that uh, certainly changed our, certainly changed our rankings. Absolutely. I mean, Total chaos, especially last night uh, out in your neck of the woods, Brian. Uh, two upsets that neither of us were expecting. Definitely going to cause some some movement in our rankings that we did, I believe, two weeks ago. So, um, yeah, only two weeks went by and a lot's going to have changed. Um, I know that I have three new teams in this top ten. Um, I assume you're going to have some new teams in there. So uh, I'm excited to get into it. Yeah, I think I have three or four as well. Um yeah, so you know we did these you know rankings you know two weeks ago. Um, we're gonna kind of update them every every two weeks, kind of as we uh, you know learn more. Um, and so we'll start at ten, uh, work our way uh, down to one. Um, so Jackson, who's who's your who's your number ten team right now? My number ten team is one of those new teams uh, right off the bat. It's a team that um, has kind of come from off the radar, at least in my opinion, and just won a lot of games recently, including some impressive results. Um, they were able to beat 6A South Salem, and that's Park Rose, um, a team out of the Northwest Oregon Conference that I think is playing really well and should be on a lot of teams' radars here at the 5A level. They have some talent. They have some athletes that can match up really well with some of these really good teams in 5A. And, um, yeah, they are just on a tear. They've won – five straight games in that stretch. They beat South Salem. As I said, they also went on the road and beat David Douglas. Um, I think we touched on that last week. That's a really mm-hmm. impressive win. They went on the road and took care of business against Camby, Putnam and Milwaukee. So all five of those games were either, um, no, all five of those were true road games because the Barry Adams invitation was at South Salem. So yeah, five in a row wins, five road games. Um, Broncos are cruising. I, I almost put them higher than 10. But uh, some other teams pulled off some impressive wins. You know, I'm not too sure about this top 10 right now with all the chaos that's happened. But uh, Park Row is definitely a team to watch in my top 10 this week. That is exactly who I have at 10. And for the same reasons you did, South Salem, Dave Douglas, they've beaten up or they've, uh, you know, won their games at, uh, you know, some of those, you know, mid to lower tier Northwest Conference teams. Um, Good catch on seeing that they're all uh, true road games because I didn't write that down. Um, but yeah, playing, playing really well. Um, you know, as long as you can, you know, keep stacking wins, you're always, you know, in a, always in a good, good spot. Even they played Wilsonville, even kind of close. I mean, it's 12 point loss, but we've seen a lot more, um, lopsided outcomes than that. Um, the interesting thing is like, next time we do these rankings, um, they, 
they they still haven't faced LaSalle and Wilsonville, who are the you know two of the you know top teams in that conference. And so by the time the next time you know we we do these rankings, we'll might have a Park Rose could be a, a big climber if they are able to pull off you know one of those upsets. Absolutely, I think uh, I think that LaSalle versus Park Rose uh, series of games. I think they only played twice, but. Those two games are going to be really fun. Those are going to be um, big games in that conference. All right. Before before we get on to our next one, how many of these do you think we're going to match up perfectly? I, I don't know. So I, moved, I moved a lot of pieces around, and my next team's kind of a sleeper team, so we might not match up on this one. I think we're probably going to match up on at least four, probably. Okay. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> That's right, so far, saying. we have one. Yeah. Um, number nine, I got North Eugene, uh, a team from the Midwestern League. Put it on um, the board. Put it on the board. That's that's who I have as well. You got number nine? Unbelievable. Yeah. Okay. So maybe we're going to have more than four. But uh, they picked up a really good win uh, on the road over Crater, and that's pretty much the main reason for having them up here. They've also just played pretty solid so far this mm-hmm. year. Um, and I like the pieces that they have. I was high on them coming into the season. Um, they were sort of a fringe top 10 team for me and they're starting to play like it, um, with that win at Crater. Um, Crater was another team I thought about trying to fit into this top 10, but, um, that game right there was kind of decisive on who was going to make the top 10 between those two teams. Um, Crater's 11 and four, but I think they've played an easier schedule than, uh, North Eugene has so far. And obviously the head to head very recently last friday um the highlanders were able to pull that one out so um they are also riding some decent momentum they've got four straight wins uh that was able to get them back to 500 at seven and seven after playing a pretty tough uh non-conference schedule Mm -hmm. so i i like the highlanders chances to be you know one of those contenders in the midwestern league i'm very high on them i think that uh some of those games between them and Churchill, uh, them and them and Crater, obviously, them and Thurston are going to be really exciting here in the Eugene area. So, yeah, they also have a twenty-point win over LaSalle. That was uh, right. I forgot to mention that. Yeah, and like you, you kind of go over their schedule because yeah, you you see the you know seven seven record, but you know they start the year off with Wilsonville. They play you know Ashland, who you know is a tournament team and can very well be a tournament team again. You know, Roseburg, Sheldon, you know, South Medford, you know, they they lost by four to Mountain View. So they definitely tested themselves, you know, in the uh in their in their non league season, you're you know, probably starting to see, you know, them uh, you know, them becoming a team that's, you know, a little battle tested, knows what it these, you know, playing against a good team can, you know, feels like. And we're starting to see it, see it now kind of in league play or over this last uh, couple of weeks for them with uh playing so well. Absolutely. That that first win of their their four game win streak was against LaSalle, and the last was against Crater. That's two teams uh, that I believe, yeah, two teams that were on my top ten. I think they were also both on yours uh, mm-hmm. last week. So two top ten wins for North Eugene, good enough to get them in the top, in my top ten this week for sure. Yeah, it's funny is I think I initially had uh, initially had Crater, but then had to go a little deeper into into the schedules, and North Eugene uh, went out. So right now. We're heading number eight. We're two for two on guessing the same teams. Um, I think this is going to be the, our, our our first um, disagreement, if you want to call it that. But I have uh, Mountain View at eight. Okay, that that is different than mine. 
Um, not drastically different. Um, I have been at a um, okay a team that was able to pull off a really awesome upset yesterday um, that neither you or I expected. <laughs> but um, yeah, I have them from all the way outside the top ten uh, in at number eight. Um, they're a similar team to North Eugene, and then they're I'm pretty sure seven and seven. Um, played some tough teams, um, but they've been able to recover here and obviously probably pull off the top win of the season, I think in five a so far um, on the road against or not on the road, but against summit who is, was both of our number ones. No, I still had a Wilsonville number one last week, but mm-hmm. uh, summit, obviously a really tough team. And for them to be able to pull off that win is incredible. Um, definitely made noise uh, around the state. Um, so yeah, that, that, that win alone, uh, made me really high on Bend. Um, they're going to have to face some really tough teams here down the stretch in the IMC. Um, mm-hmm. Their next game's at Redmond, so we'll see if they can kind of carry some of that momentum into a really tough uh, uh, environment there in Redmond uh, against Evan Otten and those Panthers, another really tough team. So mm-hmm. um, if they are able to pull off those two wins in a row, that would be spectacular. They're going to be even higher in the top ten. But uh, right now, I sell at number eight. What do you got to say about Mountain View? Um, they're, they're probably one of the biggest, uh, cause I think I had them three last week and, you know, that's a, you know, kind of a five spot drop. Um, you know, they, they face kind of, you know, the, the toughest kind of three games, you know, to, to start, you know, league play, you know, on the road at Redmond against Bend against summit, like that's, th- those are, you know, probably, you know, the three, you know, toughest teams. Um, and, you know, they, you know, went 0 for 3. I think if they would have, you know, won one of those games, that would have been, you know, really kind of good sign for them kind of moving forward because, I, I mean, these teams are going to play each other, you know, two more times and you don't want to go, you know, 0 for 3 in, in, in that uh, in that stage. Um, you know, one, one of the things with, uh, you know, with Mountain View is, you know, d- d- because these teams have played each other so many times, you know, you have you know, plans and, and whatnot for how you kind of want to, you know, play each team because there's a, there's such that familiarity. And I think with Mountain View, I think they're going to have, you know, maybe a, a little tougher time than maybe some of the other teams, but that that's just me me kind of, kind of you know, forecasting. It's just like, you know, they're they're really good. You know, they, you know, Quincy's really good. Uh, Nathan uh, Hoisington's, you know, really good as well. But I, I think we kind of, you know, talked about this, you know, last week. It's like, all right, are those other players going to kind of elevate their their game? And they they very well could. Um, but I'll be interested to see how, you know, the adjustments are are, are made, you know, especially, you know, for Mountain View. Um, but they, they did pick up a, a a nice win over over Caldera, got back, you know, in the you know, end of their, their four-game losing streak after starting the year off 7-0. So, yeah, I think uh, – I, I still think Mountain View is a a tournament uh, level team. Um, I think they can you know go in and go on the road and win and win a win a playoff game and get into the the eight team field. So that that's why I have them at eight. Probably not as <clears throat> high as I was on them, you know, a couple of weeks ago. But that's why we that's why we update these things. Totally. I I still have Mountain View number seven. We can feed that right into my next one. Okay. Um, uh. You know, pretty similar thoughts to you. Um, coming off a four-game losing streak, they were kind of had to get right game 
last night uh, on the road against Caldera. They were able to take care of business one by nine. Um, but yeah, they really needed that one. Um, uh, the the four game stretch, like you said, was a really tough stretch. Um, they played Roseburg, Redmond, Ben, and Summit, which is you know four tough games. If you can come mm. out of there with a couple wins, it would have been really impressive. But uh, you know. It's four losses regardless, so um, they were going to move down my top ten, but they were able to pull off a, a somewhat somewhat impressive win last night and kind of stay stay at number seven in my top ten. I think I had them four before, so they still dropped three spots. But um, like you said, I still think that Mountain View is a team that's going to be able to pull off um, a really solid conference season uh, in the mm-hmm. IMC. I think they're going to be able to take care of business against the the bottom teams, and I think they could, you know, pull off an upset in the future. Um, like you said, they each play each other three times. It's tough to beat a team three times, especially a team like Mountain View. So mm-hmm. um, I'm definitely still have an eye on them at number seven. Yeah, num- number seven, I have LaSalle. Um, LaSalle beats the teams that they're they're supposed to beat, right? Um, and, you know, they haven't, like, beat a team that maybe they shouldn't have. You know, they lost to, you know, Clackamas, you know, twice to to Benson and to, you know, the 20-point loss to North Eugene is kind of this really kind of, like, outlier. But they're beating the teams that they're supposed to beat. So I'm not sure what quite to do with LaSalle. And so I put them at seven. <laughs> and I'm, I'm taking your, your, your advice just because you, you, you're pretty high on LaSalle. So I'm taking – you know, what, what you've said about them and maybe just plugging them in right there. <laughs> I agree. I I don't really know what to think of this team so far. That that 20-point <laughs> loss to North Eugene is a real head-scratcher. It had me pretty confused. Obviously, I'm high on North Eugene, but for them to be able to handle them like that was mm-hmm. definitely um, pretty shocking in my eyes. But uh, we look at LaSalle, and they've taken care of business since then. Um, they beat Milwaukee by 22 points. That's a big win. Uh, they went on the road and beat Oregon City, uh, 41-39. That's a 6A win. Um, and then uh, they beat Hood River Valley and Hillsboro. Um, Hood River Valley was on the road. Hillsboro was a a near 50-point win. They won by 48 points mm-hmm. over Hillsboro. So um, I think they've sort of, you know, turned this thing around after that North Eugene loss uh, coming into conference play. Um, they're 4-0 in league. So, um it's still looking like they're maybe the top contender for Wilsonville. Obviously, you and I have Park Rose as a dark horse right now, mm-hmm. sitting on the edge of our top tens. But uh, for known league, I think that that says something. Um, and you know, if we look at their schedule early in the year, like you said, two losses to Clackamas are excusable. Loss to Benton Benson is also excusable. Mm-hmm. So you know, other than that North Eugene loss, I don't see many blemishes here that are you know real blemishes um so i'm fond of LaSalle. like you said i still think that they're a top 10 team um they've yet to have a a real like solid measuring stick a solid um other than that north eugene game which Mm -hmm. obviously didn't go their way so i'm really excited to see them take on wilsonville and uh park rose yeah and they they play uh wilsonville on friday and then the following tuesday they play park rose so that'll be a nice little like you said, a little measuring stick to kind of see like where they're at. Cause seven seems could seem to, we, we could look back, you know, next week and see that, Oh, they blow out Wilsonville and Oh, the seven was way too, 
way too low or they could get thumped by Wilsonville and then lose to Park Rose. I'm like, ah, oh, maybe seven was too high. So yeah. LaSalle. Yeah, I think I forgot to mention I have them at six. Did I say that at any Okay, point you have them at six. You, yeah, you, I have uh, them at six. Um, kind of for the same I I don't know where to put them, so I threw them at six. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so LaSalle was kind of able to capitalize off of uh, Mountain View's four game lose streak and able to win Finn four in a row. Um, so for that reason, I have them moving up a, a spot in this top 10 to number six. So, um, yeah, kind of like you, uh, I, I don't know exactly where to put them right now. Um, they're kind of at number six by default. I'm really excited to see them take on Wilsonville and Park Rose. So, uh, yeah, LaSalle number six. All right. Now, um, my number six is a team that wasn't even, uh, in the top 10 in our last one, probably the biggest jumper or make, made the biggest jump. And I'm going with, uh, with bandit six. Major maybe surprise. A, you love to see it. Yeah. Maybe, maybe a bit of a Homer move. Maybe not, but I just, uh, I think there's something about, about bend, you know, that they're so old. And so like, they're, they're like, they're thick. They're all like football players, like defensive linemen, linebackers, offensive linemen. Um, I think that this is going to be a team that is just going to be a pain in the ass to play, uh, every night or let's kind of, you know, throughout the, throughout the season and they have some, they already have some impressive wins on, on the year, but none more impressive than, uh, Monday night against the summit. So like start off the year with, with the win over Ashland, um, they beat Mountain View, they beat Ridgeview. They, you know, beat Summit, obviously. So those are, those, those are, you know, three really good wins. You know, they have a loss to, you know, a one-point loss to Woodburn. You and I are, you and I are both uh, really high on Woodburn. Um, <clears throat> the one weird game is this uh, game against Liberty in the, uh, against Liberty in, in, in Washington at the uh, Holiday Classic where they lost by 37 points. But other than that, they're right in every game. Um I think that the team is just going to kind of just kind of keep getting you know better and better throughout the, you know throughout the year, and I think they'll 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 be you know threatening for a tournament team just because they just have that, you know, just like senior leadership. They have you know some some really good players, um, really like uh, Ben Keown and uh, Kanan Dornhecker. I think those are two. Uh, they're probably just like kind of you know main scores, and. Then they have just uh, you know Christopher Doak, Austin Baker. Just they just have a lot of a lot of depth, a lot of size, or a lot of I mean not height, but just like they're all big. And so I just think they're going to be a tough out. Um, they might start a little slow, but I think that this is going to be a team that kind of gets gets rolling. And it's just like like I said, it's going to be just a, a pain in the ass to play every time, every night. Absolutely, top riser of the week from both of us is Ben. Um, that win against Summit's really impressive. And you've seen a lot more from him than I have. And uh, I like what you're saying in terms of the size and the competitiveness. I think they really have it. Um, they're going to have a chance to really make some noise in the IMC most definitely. And a big one uh, on on Thursday against Redmond, that, that's, that will end kind of the first, uh, first lap of this uh, conference schedule. Um, if they beat Redmond, that's going to be – that's that's gonna kind of be like the real surprise is that Bend goes through that goes through that first uh, phase, you know, unbeaten because I certainly wouldn't have guessed it. I think they would have, you know, dropped at least one game. 
But yeah, super impressive start for them. But if they lose and Redmond wins, there's this like this this circle of just like Redmond beat Mountain View, Mountain View beat Caldera, Caldera beat Ridgeview, Ridgeview just the the circle is it completes it if if that happens. So like yeah, it'd be cool if Ben won, but also also be kind of interesting if they if they lost and then just would just be kind of a chaotic it's a nice little like end to a you know chaotic you know first third of uh the amc play so i'm rooting for everything i mean tomorrow. that <laughs> that, that would be that would be unbelievable if that circle was complete that kind of carries me into my next pick which is redmond at number five um i kind of just dropped them a spot by default for sort of a head scratching loss last night to ridgeview like you said which was part of that circle mm-hmm. um Maybe one of the most, probably right now, the most like irregular part of that circle, the most head scratching game of them all. Because I don't know, I was really high on Redmond. You were too, mm-hmm. and Ridgeview was not a team that I thought was going to be able to pull off this upset. And they just they did it. I didn't watch the game. Um, I got to check if there's like a replay available somewhere. Um, but I watched Ridgeview earlier this year um, go on the road and beat Marist. So they, I, I knew they were a decent team that could that was capable of, you know, getting some buckets inside. They have a pretty good big guy. Uh, not I shouldn't say big, but he plays in the post. Jeremiah Schwartz, solid mm-hmm. athlete. Um, I remember there was another side that really impressed me in that game. So they have some pieces that I liked. And uh, so that was a noise-making win for Ridgeview. And so uh, Redmond, you know, got to get the, get their act together can't drop any more games uh, against Ridgeview or Caldera or else they're going to be you know in trouble mm-hmm. um but you know obviously I still have them in the top five I think it was sort of a fluky loss um on the road against Ridgeview you know sort of a trap game not a game you're you're maybe particularly thinking is going to be um I don't know the right way to put it maybe a difficult matchup um and it, it turned out to be so um Redmond drops that one. I'm still high on them. I still have them number five. Uh, who do you got number five, Brian? We got our our, our third third one correct. Our same because I put Redmond there as well. I I initially had them at at four, and yeah, the the Ridgeview loss is a little uh, a little surprising because like, well, I guess I guess last year, even though you know Redmond, you know was was the number one seed. I think at least the first game, like Ridgeview played them, you know, really tough. And there's just, you know, a little, a little too much talent on, on the uh, Redmond side that they're able to, you know, win both of them. But th- yeah, this one was, uh was certainly surprising. I think a little more surprising than, uh, than, than Ben Summit. Um, Cause yeah, I was ready to have, you know, I think, you know, in, in the rankings that I was writing down yesterday, I think I had them all the way up at three, um, even though, you know, they had lost to Summit. Um, you know, the week earlier, you know, it's like, you know, this team is just, this team's really good. And Summit just played probably one of its, you know, better games of the year against them. And so, and then, then yeah, so, you know, you know, coming after off, off that, you know, really kind of impressive win against uh, Mountain View, I just thought it's like, man, Redmond back at it. And so, yeah, this one is a little, a little puzzling, but, you know, <laughs> We saw with the girls' game last night, Redmond hadn't beaten Ridgeview in girls' basketball in a very long time, and they did it last night and did a like an eight-game losing streak against them. So it happens. Most definitely. 
I mean, I just checked and I actually didn't even move Redmond down a spot. I actually had a uh, number five last time we did rankings. So, um, yeah, I mean, I won a little bit for that win over Mountain View. Obviously, Mountain View dropped down amongst their win uh, loss streak, but uh, that loss to Redmond kind of just held them firm at five. Like you said, I was going to have them moved up, but uh, mm-hmm. that was definitely, like you said, a puzzling one. You know, it's crazy. You know, you hear all like the every every coach basically that that, that I've talked to is just like, oh, this league, any any day, and and any game, any given game. A team yeah. can be beat, and you, you just kind of internally just like roll your eyes a little bit. It's like, okay, yeah, <laughs> it's proven to be it's proven to be true this year, and so I guess I won't roll yeah, my eyes lying. internally anymore. Because <laughs> yeah, it is a uh, yeah after after Monday, just kind of you know proved that any team can be beat. I think we're going to be four for four these next ones. You think so? I think we're gonna be four for four on who is who's four three two one. All right, all right. Um, we might not, but actually, yeah, we might. I got number four. I have Woodburn. Uh, I have Woodburn. The team uh, that you and I didn't have fully on our top ten radars coming into the year, but they've done nothing but win really uh, at the five A level at least. Let me take a look at their schedule so far. Um, I mean, yeah, they've probably been the most impressive team from a relative perspective. Um, yeah, losses to Wilsonville, Sandy, and and a two-point loss to Clackamas and a one-point loss to Sandy. That's it. Right. Other than that, they're perfect. Um, and that includes five games in a row most recently. Um, they beat West Albany, Corvallis, and Crescent Valley in that stretch. So they're 6-0 in the league. Um. That's a tremendous start for them. And, uh, you know, they could be – I mean, they obviously have a lot of games left to play. But uh, right now they look like the favorites in the uh, MWL. Mm-hmm. So um, we'll see what these games, you know, on the road against Central um, is a team that you and I had ranked pretty highly coming into the season. Um, and they also have to play, you know, Silverton, a power – uh, in that conference every year. Mm-hmm. Um, they're in Crescent Valley, which is one of those teams that I was watching in that conference. But, uh, yeah, overall, just really impressed by Woodburn so far. They've won five in a row, and that momentum is really strong, um, especially in league play. They've, they're hitting a crazy road trip right now where they have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven road games in a row, and they've already won four of them. So if they can come out of that unscathed, that's just that that's phenomenal for them. Um, and, it's actually seven on the road. Right. Right. Yeah, it is. Wow. That's that's crazy. So if they, they come out of that road trip unscathed, um, that's unbelievable. The toughest game is probably at the end there at Central. Um, but yeah, Woodburn, I know a couple of players for them have been playing really well. Cruz Feliz, Spencer, Spencer Carsaboom. But they have different guys that they can do it each night. I've been watching their boss scores on prep hoops, and they've had multiple guys step up and score double digits. So I think they're also a team that have, plays with some decent depth. So, you know, Woodburn, I know having him at number four is like kind of like what at first, but um, I think they've done nothing but prove it so far. And with a couple of these losses up here in the top five, I think they've been able to capitalize and do nothing but win games. And so that's why I got him at number four. And then they finish the year seven straight home games. 
Right. That's that's crazy. What that's such a strange schedule. Yeah, and they've already they've already beaten Silverton, handled them, you know, one by nineteen. They beat Ben yep. by one. Um, I don't think Ben had had Austin Baker at that point yet, so maybe that that changes things. But still, Woodburn's good. I mean, it's all yeah. Their schedule is only going to get a little bit easier. I mean, as they're taking on all these teams at home instead of on the road, so. We'll see what they're what they're going to be able to do. They could come away with a pretty, pretty impressive record here by the end of the season. All right, if, if we're gonna if if we're gonna miss on, if we're not gonna guess correctly, or the same on on this one, th- this is the one I'm most worried about. I have Churchill at three. I also have Churchill at three. Um, and so we're probably gonna have the same top yeah. four here. Um, that was also the one that I thought was gonna be iffy. Um. Summit, uh, they drop a tough loss to Ben, but I mean, I'm more rewarding Ben for that performance than knocking Summit. Mm-hmm. And I think we both have that in common. Um, Summit's still a really talented team. Meanwhile, uh, Churchill, right there with them. I think these top three teams are pretty firmly atop the classification um, in terms of like talent and depth perspective. Um, when you look at their lineups top to bottom, they have guys that can do it inside. They have guys that can do it out. They guys, they have defensive guys. Um, they have a complete roster. Um, Mm -hmm. and Churchill, I just have them at number three. Um, just because of that, that one blemish, uh, at Gresham, you know, I talked to head coach, uh, Sky Stickney. He said he was playing, you know, some of his JV guys in that game, experimenting in the second half. He let it get away from him. And uh, Bugsy Jensen also got hurt in that game. So you really can't knock them too hard for that. But, I mean, mm-hmm. I got them at number three. I still think they're a state title contender, definitely. Um, and they've they've started out the league so far 2-0. and um, They haven't gotten as deep as some of these other teams have. But um, I'm going to be stopping by their game tonight to take some photos for a story I'm doing um, about the Churchill uh, boys team and the start of the, of the year they've had. They're 13-1 with a new coach, so – really great story uh here in the eugene area um mm-hmm. and yeah i i expect them to be you know the class of the the midwestern league for sure um the the, the game that i'm watching for them uh doesn't come until the 24th of january they're going on the road against north eugene that's going to be an awesome game mm-hmm. um two of eugene's best teams this year i think so that's going to be a really cool matchup um, so yeah, I'm kind of waiting for that 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 league tester for Churchill to really get a good gauge on them and move them up into the top two. Um, but yeah, I, I still think they're talented enough to have them in this top three. Yeah, um, there's there's something to be said of just like winning every nearly every game. They they have one loss, but right. I think the you know last time we did this, I think the you know some of the sim- similar questions that I have is just like all right where. Where is their just like win? They're they're like mark marquee win. They're like like one that you know kind of raises our eyebrows. I, I don't think they quite have that one yet. They do have you know wins over South Salem. You know they've beaten Thurston twice. Um, would you say those are probably maybe maybe South Eugene? Probably those are like probably their their best ones. Yeah. Yeah, they were able to beat Jefferson at home, which is a good win. Mm-hmm. Um, on the road against Sunset is a good one for sure. Um, just to go on the road against a 6A team and pull off a win is a good one. They have a lot of like really decent wins. Like, 
wins where I'm like, okay, that's a good win. But they'd mm-hmm. have none where I'm like, wow, you know, no, no, no big wins yet. If mm-hmm. they're able to go, you know, and you know, they have a chance for that actually too later in this year. I forgot to mention that. Um, I should have when I first started talking about Churchill. Um they scheduled Cascade Christian um yeah. just for sort of a, a mid-season uh like we've said a couple times in this pod, a measuring stick. Um Cascade Christian was able to beat Summit. So head coach uh Sky Stickney went out there and scheduled Cascade Christian and said, let's get a test before the postseason and play a team that's already beat one of the top teams in this classification and kind of see where we're at. So that's going to be an awesome game to see. If they're able to beat Cascade Christian, uh, then they'll definitely be able to move up the rankings. And also, if they're able to move through this uh, conference season unscathed, I'd be really impressed with them. Um, so they're, they're going to have an opportunity to move up into that top two, honestly. I think if Churchill you know, keeps winning these games, that Cascade Christian win would be huge. Um, if you look at it transitively, Summit lost. If Churchill's able to win, would be a huge boost, definitely. Yeah. So after they play Springfield tonight, uh, they do play Crater and North Eugene. So that would be kind of th- those are d- d- definitely two that we'll just, you know, keeping our eye on because they have to go North Eugene, Ashland, Thurston. And we'll see if they can oh, beat, beat Thurston uh, for a third time. All right. Let's move on to number two. I have Summit. What about you? I also have some. Yeah, I feel like it would be irresponsible of me as a as a professional journalist not to have Summit number two after losing to Bend while also Wilsonville in the same week uh, taking down Lake Oswego. So Summit's two for the for, for the for the time being. I totally agree. Um, I definitely flirted with moving to number three and moving Churchill up to number two, um, but I just couldn't bring myself to do it. Um, I know that they're going to be really solid uh, as they come down the stretch of this IMC season. I think that loss might end up helping them. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, they're going to probably come out of that one super motivated and hoping to you know, maybe go unbeaten the rest of the way. We'll see if they're able to. Um, but yeah, if you if you look at their lineup on paper, they have so much depth, and you know their top end guys are so good that uh, I think they're going to be able to you know be a top two seed when it when it comes down to the to the bracket coming out in March. So uh, you know a lot of basketball left to be played, but yeah, mm-hmm. for the time, like you said, summit at number two. Yeah, that's one uh, one of the things I've noticed because I've been to how many games of theirs now? Like I think four at least four of them like each time they have very like a very different rotation like or their like how they're you know handling their minutes is you know varies from from game to game um and i think that's you know kind of to be expected um with the team as with so many new faces as, as it as it currently has and so i still think like there's they're just still trying to you know figuring out that that right lineup uh, that they, you know, want to, you know, close games with, or, you know, start games with. Um, But yeah, I, my, even after this loss, um, I, I don't, I'm not too worried about the summit's prospects. I think I just, you know, still believe kind of in their, like you said, kind of their, you know, high end talent and they just have a lot of 
interchangeable, you know, kind of pieces. They're all, you know, lengthy, you know, good, good athletes and whatnot. And so I think that will eventually kind of, you know, get rolling in the right way for them. Um, but yeah, I was, I was a little surprised to see, uh, the, the Ben score, even though, you know, I am, you know, high on Ben as, as well, the, 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 the loss did kind of, kind of surprise me a bit just because they kind of have, you know, owned, you know, that rivalry for a couple of years now. I don't think they've, I think this is the first time Ben has beaten Summit since I've been here. And how long has that been? Um, 2019. So. Gotcha. Just third, third basketball season in, in four years because they, you know, didn't have the, the COVID year. Um, right. So it, it, it had been a while. Um, but yeah, I, I still think that, you know, every time they step on the court, they're step on the court, they're going to have, you know, two of the best players like on their team. And I think that's going to go, you know, such a long way in, uh, you know, you know, especially, you know, postseason when, you know, you have to win, you know, three games in three days to, to win a title. And so, you know, and I also think that, you know, kind of as the year goes on, I think it's going to, they're going to become like a pretty good defensive team. I think that'll, might be kind of their their calling card but yeah but they like every once in a while they'll probably have a game like this where bend you know plays great shoots the ball really well you know uses kind of their 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 depth their their you know balance and can kind of you know knock summit up <clears throat> not knock summit you know down every once in a while and so i'll be interested to see how, how they respond um they, their next two games are called aaron ridgeview those should be those should be wins and they're, you know, right back to Redmond, <laughs> Mountain View and Bend. So we'll see how these, these next five games kind of un- unfold for them. But I think, I think they'll be fine. Um, it's going to be hard to go undefeated in the IMC anyway. And they proved it the other, the other night. Totally. I mean, <laughs> it's crazy that they're, that the loss came so soon for them, but it did. And, uh, you know, we'll see how they respond. Um, we can kind of move on to to our number one team. Both of us have Wilsonville, obviously. Yeah. Um, and and I I want to say that it's it's pretty much hairs separating these top three for me. I think they they've proven themselves as the top three so far. Um, they have the best wins. Um, Summit has sort of the head scratching loss. Churchill has sort of a disappointing result on the road against Gresham. Mm-hmm. Um, Wilsonville. I don't know if they really have that. They have a tough lot. They they went one and two at the Capital City Classic, um, losing to West Salem and Beaverton. Beaverton's six-day title contender. West Salem's a really solid team. That's probably, you know, their toughest result of the season. Mm-hmm. Since that tournament, though, they've won six straight games. They've been absolutely phenomenal. Um, you know, while there's been some other bumps in the road for some of these other top teams, uh, Wilsonville's just – beaten up on teams they should have. And then they've also have a great win, as you said, on the road against Lake Oswego. Mm-hmm. Um, this last week, uh, they came away with a win 62-55 in a cross-classification matchup there. I guess a really tough Lake Oswego team that was in the West Schwab Invitational and, you know, it's just really good year in and year out. They have yeah. a D1 prospect in Winters Grady, um, really tough wing player, 6'7". So for them to be able to pull off that win was actually really impressive. Probably their best win of the year. Um, so for that reason, plus, you know, Summit's loss, I got Wilsonville number one. 
But like I said, these top three teams are basically tied for number one for me right now. Um, yeah. I think I think they could all eat, win win it all <laughs> come March. And uh, another common theme that I've said is there's a lot of basketball left to be played. So um, there's a lot. I think I think that you know one of these teams will come clear of the other two maybe by the time we get to the tournament. Um, but I just I can't wait for that tournament to happen. And those those semifinal matchups are going to be awesome when mm-hmm. uh, these these three and you know maybe a sleeper team from the rest of this top ten gets up in there. And uh, they get to really duke it all out. So, uh, yeah, Wilsonville number one for the time being, but subject to change. Yep. I have no disagreement with what you've you've said. And they've also beaten, you know, a lot of the teams that we, you know, mentioned right here. They started the year off with a win over North Eugene. They beat Woodburn. They beat Park Rose. Um, I mean, Silverton, but, I mean, they're, they're not in our top ten, but they're they're you know traditionally a a really good team um and they've been you know some of these you know you know 4a powers you know in baker and cascade and so at some point he's got to be like yep they're just they're just taking care of business um i don't think the while the uh north northwest oregon conference uh you know does have some some good teams but uh i don't think it's as daunting of a conference as, as as the imc at least at this point there's maybe a couple more layup games in there than uh than in, than in the imc right now but yeah right now there, there's i i can't think of a reason not to have you know wilsonville at number one as you know at, at least at this point totally agree they've they've earned it um well yeah like i said Couple other teams have, uh, you know, more recent lumps in the road than Wilsonville does. They've just been cruising of late. Mm-hmm. All right, before we go, is there? Would you say the IMC is the the toughest conference right now? Right now, it definitely looks like it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I mean that 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 Ridgeview win over Redmond just shook everything up for me. I mean. I wish I wish we we could both have up close looks at both the IMC and you know the Midwestern League and the Mid Willamette Conference, um, and the Northwest Oregon. I mean, mm-hmm. um, it's hard to get you know a, a good look at all of them without seeing them in person. Um, but I think you know the IMC and the Midwestern League are probably the top two, and then Northwest Oregon right behind, and mm-hmm. then uh, I'd have Mid Willamette right behind in fourth. But uh, yeah, I mean, we've yet to see it. It really all sorts itself out in the postseason. You get to see who the top teams really are. Mm-hmm. Um, if Wilsonville wins at all, it's going to be hard to make an argument uh, that you know the Northwest Oregon is really the third best conference. But uh, yeah, w- w- I just can't wait to see it all play it out. Yeah, I mean, we still have six more weeks of uh, of regular season play before we get into the to the postseason, and so we'll have a couple more. Yeah. We'll have a couple more rankings to uh, to dive in through, and I'm. Hoping you know that we have a little more some more chaos down the road where it kind of throws everything into a loop because it just makes our job much more fun. More fun, more difficult, but you know I enjoy it. (laughs) You know, scrambling to put together the top ten is much more fun than knowing exactly what it's going to be. So, exactly. Well, he's Jackson Noggle. I'm Brian Rathbone. Thanks everyone for joining in to the main event. I'll see you again next week.